Welcome to another episode of Dark Racial Humor. It's fucking CJ alone with a special guest from Adobe House Records. It's FS, otherwise known as Photosynthesis Fanning Systems. Um, it's a rousing episode about music, about Zionism, and about intersectionalism. Find out. episode of Dark Racial Humor. My name's Caller John. I'm joined by some very near and dear friends. I got a special guest on the mic, and not on the mic, I got a special guest, Milo Moro, dude, eating Jack in the Box. Shout out. We're live from South Los Angeles, and our special fucking guest is live from Tucson, Arizona. He's a producer, MC extraordinaire, artist. He paints and put jeans on canvases. He uh he likes cars. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, here he is. He's all sorts uh, of shit. He's FS. Hello. How you doing, man? Hello. Oh, I'm good, man. Those oh, are good? Ones, dude. Oh, all right. That's that's let what get, I thought let, I heard. Let me get a uh, let me get a special FS drop. Uh, it's brand new. It's okay. I'll be on standby. Eating ceviches with my beaches only on DRH. Eating ceviche with my beaches. You heard it first. Let's get it. So right. how's you how's your day, bro? How you been? How you living? All that good shit. My, you know? My day is going okay. I uh I woke up. Uh actually received a call from you. I think that was one of the first things of my day. Uh, oh yes, I remember that. I uh you I also time. woke up at a similar time. You you requested FaceTime with me. I uh, accepted your FaceTime request. And uh Sounds about right. I made a beat, watched people renovate a studio. Uh Okay. Made a beat and then that leads us to now, five thirty Pacific Standard Time. Yes, sir. Here we are. I'm I'm How's it's, your day? <laughs> it's mountain standard time over here, so uh, six thirty. But yeah. more or less. Um, it, it's good, man. It's just, it's good to be back. I haven't, it's been a while since we last did this and I'm very happy to be on the show. Do you know what episode of dark racial humor you were on before? I believe, uh, there were two. The first one I know is the anxiety and empathy one. That was a time. And there was, there was one more and my, I don't remember. Do you, do you remember which one it was? It's been a while. I think it was like three. Um, I'm gonna look it up. It was episode number eight. We talked about superior court, which... We'll, we'll we'll jump back into that. There's big news. People have been yes. waiting on that for months. Yes, there uh, is. <laughs> and we're back with the the breaking Tucson uh, court in a bit. But um, I think it was in episode three. Anyway, it was let's, season let's one. Just get, let's just get this moving. Episode you know? episode seven. You had episode seven and eight. It was a good time back then. That was seven still when eight. it was early. It's been a while. Tell me what what has changed? Uh, what's new? I'll I'll show you what's changed. Got an air horns. New 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 dark, dark racial. New dark racial sound effect. Uh, oh dear, you're really 
Yeah, you know it. That's copyright. Not copyright. As soon as it is you, actually. As soon as you put it on my phone. No, uh, no, actually, I had already done the copywriting behind it long it before I ever no, said okay. it. So people, thousands of people every day tune in to Dark Racial Humor. And in the beginning, they hear a nice little tune. A nice little ditty. Uh, ditty? That... Uh, I, I'm I'm aware that you're associated with this tune. That this is tune. I. Well, well, how are you in association with this tune? Oh, you're talking about the little beat? Yeah. Yeah, I made it. You made it. That's now, right. Now, what do you mean man. you made it? I make beats, man. That's, um, you know, I, I'm not really sure why we're revisiting this. Well, because we, we all have, know you got to reintroduce it's, yourself. It's to no the, surprise. The, I'm a, I, I'm, I produce and I rap and I, I do art shit, and you know I do some car stuff. I do a little bit of like business stuff, you know. Um, do a little bit of legal work on the side. I do all sorts of shit. It sounds I got to me three like jobs, a, uh, and we're just out here. Trade of many yeah. jacks. What's it? What's it, it, Miles? Jack of all trades. Jack of many trades. But yeah, you know, I jack my own trades. master you know, of none. Jack, Do you master any of your trades? Are you What'd trade you yourself? What would you say? Are you trade? What does that mean? Nothing. Uh, it's a gay community thing. Uh, yeah, Elias has yet to give me a solid breakdown, but he's always coming on to me, so I, ah. I just I don't care anymore. Mm. Anyway. You just take it. I don't care. You just I'm comfortable with right myself. Butt, cool, bro. Um, yeah, in his fucking dreams. So anyway, you, you moving forward, composition composer of of the DRH intro. Yeah, that's right. And uh, one of many, but you know, it, it's all good. I'm happy to. Um, I've to heard have, gripes with compensation. There have been, there have been. Our legal teams have been kind of in uh, back and forth volley Dieter. for a little bit regarding this, but oh, um, Dieter. Yeah, yeah, doctor. we're going back and forth. My colleagues, we're we're all working together, but we're gonna get it resolved. This is beside that. The fact of the matter is, we're here now. We're talking. I think, Those I think are it's just... not aside that. I I I need sponsors. You want to go into this? I need more. sponsors, and you are in a position to give me a sponsor. So let's bring the listeners up to speed. Do it. Upon there, there is a little compensation dispute that's still going on. So without going into that, it's going to, you know, we can't really talk about that too much. But and I was told Bart. that I could um, sponsor the program, so to speak. I guess when I, when I mentioned I have multiple occupations, they, you know, one of them of which is an independent contractor, I was suggested, hey, why don't you sponsor us? And my first thought was, this is beside the point. Why the hell would I do? Why don't you pay me? You know, it's a pretty, pretty uh, fair question. Pretty fair. No, no, I'm not done. Thank you. No, just listen to what I'm saying. Listen, listen to me, man. Go ahead, John. John, listen to me. Pretty fair question, right? And I was met with, well, you you have a in, you you have a business. Why don't you sponsor us, and then you can get your compensation? And my issue with that, besides the fact that they were clear cut clauses that were supposed to be in place to prevent this, and that's why there is a dispute going on, is that why, like, that's like answering a question with another question. Someone says, 
what's two plus two? Someone asked, what, yeah. what's two, what's four plus two? Like, like, no, dude, that's, the, that's not the question. And so that's, that's where we're at. I'm not very like in a tiff about it. Our legal team is working nonstop getting this resolved. And that's just what's going on. It's not a big deal. It's just kind of like, are you fucking serious, bro? Like you got time to play these games. I envy that. Well, you said, game, time. let me let me lay in all the chips, right? You you need compensation. You need money, right? I don't. Let's let's revise that. What? There is a clause. It's called the one third clause. Let me explain it to y'all. You play the beats reversed at one third the speed, and you'll clearly hear it says. Yeah, if you're using this for any other purpose, besides education, fine, yes, yes, but yes. you got to cough up the money. Like you got to open your wallet, money. bro. Cap so, one. so the one third clause says you need money. All right, and I'm yes, trying I'm, to. Yes, I must be compensated. Let's be very clear here. The folks at Dark Racial, uh, shout out. New, new, new Dark new Racial. Can hear that, John. I mean yeah. FS, but uh, there's a soundboard saying New Dark Racial. It's Jonathan. For we're, those we're, of us who are. Listening. We're trying to get you compensated, right? We want you to have money. We want you to get compensated. That's we're we're good, humble, wholesome folk over here at DRH. We want you to have bags, bro, bags. And wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, no, it would be nice, and it, it, it's what you deserve, really. It's what so, you. You know, let's quit beating around the bush. What what, what are you trying to and say? And so, when when we get money, DRH gets money. You get money. You know, and that's how that's that's generally how most things work. It's called so, trickle down. So yes, you you're I'm in, aware of you're in association with this moving company of sorts, independent concentration concentration camp. Is it an independent concentration camp? Excuse me, no <laughs> concentration. It's very very distasteful. Distasteful. No 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 no. From one listen listen. Yeah. Do I need to explain to you how that's distasteful? The concentration camp. I've I've never tasted a concentration camp. Listen, I'm sure I'm sure it from tastes one, from one non-gentile to another. You should know better. Oh, I'm. I'm. I think I. Anyway. I think you and I are both Gentile. The fuck out. I. I. I'm a. I'm a mutt of sorts. You I don't, can say I don't I'm think a, you're a non-Gentile. Anyway. This Gentile moving company. You're in association with them, and if you got this, them, is my company correct? Oh, it's your company. Oh, even easier. No middlemen. I own the means of labor. I am the means of labor. It's a complete very communist. System. Very communist. It's a close. There's nobody else involved. It's Wonderful. a closed. There's system. nobody else involved. Fail, bro. There's no middlemen. You need Just to get me. sponsored airtime on dark racial humor. We we put up an ad saying this is whatever independent concentration camp that that you're running over there in Tucson, and you pay for independent that. Independent moving company. I'm an independent contractor. I don't care what you want to call it. Good. You, <laughs> I do. Once you buy that sponsored airtime, you get your compensation. Of it's course, simple. And, and that's what, and that's what, <laughs> that's what I've been told, and it, 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 it's just mind-boggling because it's like, oh, okay, let's just send you money. Oh, someone just got married, B. So you can send it right back. Excuse me. Yo, podcast. someone pulled up. Someone, hold on. You can't. Hold on. Someone legit just pulled up in a drop-top white car in a goddamn bridal uniform. Oh, like the Pope. Can you see out there? No, bro, your camera's dog okay. shit, bro. Well, you're like a listener. These people 
Do you want to just... restart this podcast? No, 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 no. I'm, this is exciting news. Breaking. Hold on. Let me get the breaking news. There's someone married across the street. <laughs> running into the complex, running out. Uh, looks to be like a bride, and the groom's looking for something. Can't find it. Looks to be a father of sorts. Um, Good for him. Getting married. Anyways. So, just like those people, they're in a binding legal contract now, you know? That is quite and they exactly share And is. listen, they share money now. You, your company, and the company I work for, Dark Racial Humor, could be in a shared matrimony where we get paid. Does this sound like something you want to do? Do you want to get paid? Do you want to get paid? Uh, I'm not at the liberty to talk about this any further. Okay. Um, so. Thank you for your gripping interest. However, uh, keep an eye on your mailboxes and your emails. You'll be hearing from. From who? From my from legal who? team. What's his name? Okay. Her name. Zer name. <sighs> hey, let me bring this up to you. I brought up a. Uh, Oh, uh, royalty people on the last episode, how they're called king and queen, very gendered. Yeah. I, you know, my my girlfriend and I, we 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 refer to each other as king and queen, and I was sure, thinking, sure. you know, we it's may gendered, well, bro. We may as well just call each other rulers. What's yes. the gender neutral? So this is what I'm rulers. saying. Rulers. So Ching, I thought of a funny bit. King and queen. X i n g, x u e. King and queen. What do you say? I, you know, I say, um, I got something better. That's what I say. Oh, the, uh, the the bride and groom are pulling off. There I got go. rulers, bro. We say ruler, right? And it's a fucking ruler. Oh, uh, he's two also he looks like he's breaking into a window. I'm sure he lives there and didn't have the key. But uh, that's that's not. I can't just you know do something about it. Anyways, Jing and Chwing, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? If I had a waiting. A waiting sound effect to be playing right now, but uh, you're just you're just killing the vibe. By it seems to be something that doesn't have to do with DRH. It's classic FS. Anyway, Ching Ching, that's what you're saying. It's fucking. I, I would also say that I'm not really interested in that, and I don't really think it's all that funny. Funny, and it's not supposed to be funny. It's very serious. Oh, Ching okay. Ching. I think because it, you it find falls, I think it falls a little bit short on the uh, seriousness uh, as oh, it's, well. Oh, it's nothing. It's nothing but not serious. Nothing. But, anyway, it's nothing but serious. Anyway, you produce. Correct. I have uh, various medias. A burning, burning a uh, debate of sorts that I wanted to bring up with you. Um. As as a producer, you would say you you like to create your own sound, if you will, correct? Something like that. What's what? Uh, what do you mean something where, like that? Well, I mean something like that because I don't know where this is going, and as long as I give a vague answer until I know where this is going, no, I, I want specific answers. This is how this is how conversation. Right, well, guess what, bro? If you give me a specific question, you'll get a specific answer. Do you, you give try... me a vague question, you get a vague answer. Do you that's, try that's to create I a ask, signature okay? FS sound when you produce? I don't try. I do. You do. It happens. It, it happens. happens. Uh, and you sample sample cassettes and uh, 
you sample and records, records do you ever do and try to do the original comp comp excuse me original compensation Compo- composition uh, you asked me what are you saying is this a question you record adobe house records yes sure um basically you've heard of a platform such as splice and sounds from native instrument that uh give loops even sample packs give loops are you aware of this yes splice is a service so subscription-based service i believe very capitalist sure but Um, it's a subscription-based service where it's um you you get access to various sounds and stuff that they already give you mm -hmm. well there's there's the crux of what i'm getting at right um is it? I asked you. It is. It is. It is. Tell me. So it is. It is. I'm here. Listen. I'm here when you change your mind. Um, when you get tailored sounds like that, you get a, you download a sample pack. You download a Boy Wonder sample pack. You download an FS sample pack from AdobeHouseRecords.com/store. Um, my thinking is what I was thinking that do you or do you not? Are you not uh, forced into a sound box, if you will, by using those? Can you create your own sound texture if you're using a... And this is a very... Let's unpack this. It's Please. a very loaded question. Let's UPS, unpack this. you own a moving company, no? I, I do. I do indeed. I'm familiar with that. I, that was an unintentional pun, you could say. So, Splice. You get these samples, and in some ways depending on your creative capacities, it may be very limited. Sure. If all you know how to do is transpose a sample up and down and put it over quantized drums, it's not going to say... It's, it'll either have no sound or it'll sound like whatever producer or industry person that released it and got it uploaded on the splice. Which it'll is, sound like that. To not say that that sounds bad, usually it sounds great. Sometimes it does, you know, that that's neither here nor there because there's so many people doing this and it's so, it could go either which way, especially with the advent of like the internet and people putting these like how to make beat tutorials and shit. It's cool because I think it's important. It, it introduces people that otherwise wouldn't know. The problem is now you create a bunch of people that sound the fucking same and more or less they're carbon copies because they don't, one, they haven't, it's not even about not being told to think outside the box. Their entire framework has been developed around following what someone else says. Which, yeah, you're not making a hip-hop beat in a 5-7 time signature. Okay, like, the, you know, there are some things where it's like, you know, it, it's pretty much set. But other than that, it's like you can move around, you have wiggle room, you know? Uh, and, and I think that's that's that can be a good thing and a bad thing. There's plenty of producers that I'm sure, you know, I'm sure there's a little 12-year-old right now that's like, yo, I'm going to make beats and he's learning how to do it. And they actually are dope and they don't sound recycled. Mm -hmm. And then by the same token, I'm sure there are people in that situation that do sound recycled. Sure. That comes down to the producer and what they're able to do. As for Splice specifically, I think the pros and cons are way too specific. You, you You can't generalize a pro and a con on Splice. I think at the most basic level, your pro is that, all right, now you have someone giving you fucking samples, basically. 
You're you're having someone just basically take a huge shit on the digging culture and give you samples, which is a pro in the sense of like, hey, someone's already doing it for me, and it's also a con because hey, someone's already doing it for me. Well, here's here's my devil's advocate to that. If you sample, uh-huh. you find you go get you get a record at some uh, crate, right? A DJ crate, if you will. Um, you you get a record and you sample that record, and and you sample that record. You're basically being given a sample, just like Splice. Are you not? Okay. Is that not the same the same con that some people would see on Splice? Uh, not a, completely different, in my opinion. Why? There's a lot involved with going and getting a record. It's not so simple as, oh, I'm going to go get a record. Um, if you walk down the street, you'll see a lot of... They don't have records at Chase Bank. They ain't got records at fucking Vons or Safeway. Where do you, you get records at? Uh-huh. Some of these thrift stores don't even have records. Uh-huh. So, at least... And this is, this is for present day. I'm sure, you know, 15 years ago, it was a lot more ample everything. But mm-hmm. this whole sampling thing is making a huge comeback. And in turn, that makes a comeback in, you know, record availability. However, the actual problem of getting a record, you have to get that record. It's not, it's not something that's just given to you on your computer. Um, that makes it, that makes a challenge. Looking, fucking touching the actual records. Oh, these grooves are fucked. Or, oh, this record's warped. Whatever it is, this is useless, right? Whether it's a dope record or, or, or whether it's a fucking dud. It's going to be useless. You can feel it. You can feel the texture, the touch. You're holding an artifact rather than your computer holding a bunch of ones and zeros. And on top of which, it's another, the actual physical thing of going out there finding a record. You know, back in my day, I was taking the bus back and forth to uh, Santa Monica City College. And I would, on the way back to the crib, I'd get off and take like the fucking hour detour to go hit up Goodwill or go hit up, you know, any of the various thrift shops along Pico and Santa Monica. So that was a huge thing. And then now I got to carry these two or three records back on the bus with me, you know? Now all these different things. Oh, shit, it's raining out. Like, all right, just any variable is possible. And I think that also plays a huge role in it because when you're sampling that record and you're making that shit, there's soul in there. There's substance in there that otherwise wouldn't, you wouldn't they wouldn't give you splice isn't going to give you that i'm assuming splice so are you saying yeah. that just because there's a a challenge somewhat maybe even like a perceived challenge because you have to go find it could be a ch- i mean it's fun going outside it's yeah. me but is it only better because it's it, there's more of a wall in front of you uh no like i said that was just one example mm-hmm. but um I, I can go into the more examples of why i prefer to sample actual shit rather than things that are given to me please do please do um, yeah, so obviously See, what, the actual... what about the internet? If you go to the internet, the internet. Now here, here's one that's classic, and this is one. Um, as you know, for me, I used to have a lot. I used to have something to say about people sampling uh, downloaded MP3s from YouTube. Shout out MP3s. Yeah, shout out MP3s. And you know, these days, and this goes for Splice too. I don't want you or the audience to get me wrong and think I'm like uh, anti-Splice, sure. any of that shit. For my workflow, I don't like it. I don't yeah. know your workflow. Your workflow belongs to you. And that's basically where people, that, that's something that I think needs to be recognized. Everybody's too concerned with arguing pros and cons and shit that they forget like, hey, your opinion, first off, your opinion doesn't matter, mm-hmm. okay? Second off, nobody gives a fuck about your opinion and therefore they're not gonna listen. So that kind of explains, that's a, you know, that explains the first one. And then thirdly, 
at the end of the day, does it sound dope? Is what you're doing sounds dope? Yeah. Because there's plenty of people, regardless of how they get their sounds, so to speak, mm-hmm. that it sounds dope. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all that people care. It's only it's only these nitpicky fucking producer Nazis yeah. that give a fuck. Oh, that was MP3, or oh, you you sampled a record, or oh, that you sampled a a, a record that somebody else had on record and, and converted to a 320 bitrate MP3. Like, man, shut the fuck up and listen to it. Because the truth of the matter is, the people that are listening to it, the common listeners, they don't care. Yeah, they're never gonna be able to decipher what it actually sounded like because you probably change the sample a lot yeah chances are that yeah like there's a lot of variables to why it doesn't matter if it sounds good it sounds good yeah that's the end of it we kind of i do have a gripe with splice because personally and it's the same reason i have a gripe with a lot of these uh people on youtube giving tutorials like here's how you make a beat here's how you make a trap beat here's how you make a hip-hop beat here's how you fucking make a edm song it's like it's for me i made shit that sounded horrible for years and years and years and I've just figured it out in my head with a little bit of music theory. I just figured it out. And now you have all these YouTube videos explaining it. And it's not like a, a lost chance. I didn't, I saw the YouTube videos. I want to figure it out myself because it actually gives you insight to the process. When you see the process as a cultural relevant tool, something relevant, some, something that's an entity and existent, you're going to treat it with that respect. You're not going to treat it like some disposable shit that you just need to learn. It's more than a trade. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's a lot more than like, I need to figure out how to, how to do an oil change in my car. You're going to watch a video on oil changes on cars. Like, no, you know, that's something where it's like, you can't, you don't, you can't afford to go and break your car and fuck up oil changes over and over again, whatever. Right. I don't think there's any situation where you could turn the tables and say, you cannot afford to, make a to 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 make bet like like what do you mean you can't afford to not know how to make beats you know what i mean if you don't know how to make beats no one's going to be putting you in a position where it's like you need to make a beat right so for that reason i think it's kind of like i think it's better for people to learn how to do it on their own accord because what happens is you learn you figure out some very key music theory items Mm -hmm. and that knowledge never goes away that knowledge just grows and it keeps kind of transferring to whatever the next thing is. So when you're faced with future challenges, you're going to be a lot, uh, just a lot more inclined and more capable to fix it within your own like realm of knowledge because you already have certain tools and devices. Mm-hmm. That being said, there's nothing wrong. Again, like it, there's nothing wrong. Nobody, nobody actually cares. Is <laughs> yeah. the thing. Everybody, the, see the people, people, the thing people care about is that they can argue and talk shit because it boosts their own worthless self. But in actuality, nobody cares about the actual topic. People just care about arguing so they can fucking get their little ego boost in their miserable life. Mm. Which, yeah, it's a little, it's a little uh, pessimistic Dark, or whatever. But like, if you can show me otherwise, then maybe I'll see it. But that—that's my take on it. You make dope music, you make dope music. That kind of throws out the whole thing I was talking about. You know, do it like for the culture. Do it for the culture. Don't do it because you want to make beats and fucking be cool. Like that's the lamest thing ever. And you can see too the people that do that. You can tell yeah. the producers or the individuals that are doing something because they, you know, the clout chasers as, as it's been called, mm-hmm. you can tell that as opposed to the people that are just like, yo, I, I like this music. And for whatever reason, I'm going to start making it too because I like it. Not because I want to f- fucking 
portray some image that isn't me because yeah. if you look at mo- like that, that's how I see it. That, that's another thing that I always like. I see a lot of people that are like making beats and it's like an actuality. Like you don't really make beats because you like music. You make beats because you think it 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 adds to your image. Yeah. And that's it's like a, again, there's nothing wrong with that, dude. Stories. Be be happy. Like the whole point of like life isn't about being miserable. So. You know, don't be miserable, but at the same time, understand the differences and the intent and capacity of your actions. True. Everything comes down to intent and capacity. Why are you doing this, right? What's your intent? And then in what capacity are you doing it? You know what I mean? Um, I think that, that, and that, that goes outside of music too. That's with everything. What is your intent with doing this? And in what capacity are you executing this plan or plan scheme uh, what have you? Because because a plan, all that is 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 just a step of tools that are going to get you your desired outcome. Yeah. So in what capacity are you doing that, and what's your intent? And I think that's that's the problem is people go into things with bad intentions or intentions that just aren't like that aren't going to help them. Bad, good, like that's very subjective. But at the end of the day, there's things that are either going to help you or there's things that are going to work against you. Mm-hmm. And it's important to keep in mind like. What is your intention when you're doing something? And that's greatly going to influence a lot of characteristics with whatever that sound. thing is and or within yourself. That's very true. I think this all have, came from. Yeah, I think if you have a. An intention. That that's going to shine through the, the, the sounds that you make. I think innately it does that whether you want it to or not. You know. You know, fanning system is looking down at his phone. I know, I know. It all goes down to intent. And then fucking stopped and talking for 20 seconds on a live podcast. It all goes down to intent. But to bring it back to the Splice comment. Sure. I don't have anything personal against Splice. If you have a way where you get your samples just funneled directly to you. You like to be spoon fed. It works for you and your lifestyle. That's cool dude like do what works for you um it doesn't work for me and i'm sure as hell not paying for a service like that even if i had a bunch of disposable that's fucking yeah i never really thought about that that shit's annoying as well i like i i did i go do it myself you know i'll pay for someone to fix my car (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) like I don't like I'll pay for shit that I need, but anything I can do by myself. And this goes back to why I'm an independent contractor. If I can do it myself, why am I going to pay out the ass or be put in a position of disadvantage when I just do it myself? You know, there's plenty of shit I can't do myself. And those are services and goods that I pay for. Nice. Um, that's kind of where that's where like, how's that's uh, just my, what's, what's your, uh, you in school still? I am in school right now. How's that going? It's good, man. You know, doing like the work in the school is hard, man. Like, fuck. Doing like 16 units plus eh, three jobs. Oof. But, and it, and it does in a way like impede on some time for other things. But we discussed maximizing your time and maximizing your capabilities, I believe, on a previous episode. And some of what you said really rubbed off, and it's just all about what I you said. gotta move forward. What was the Maximize gem, your time. What's what, that? What was the gem I said? Maximize what was your time. 
some something uh, something to the extent of like just maximize your capabilities, maximize your time. You have twenty four hours in the day. How are you going to spend it? This um, is true. You like like think like just think about that. And for a while, it was like I would think about it, and it was like, oh yeah, well I can allot this much to tomorrow and this much for right now, and which is fine. You got to do what you have to do. Yeah. But once once you have more and more, once your list of obligations begins to grow. You got to, it really, it forces you to either like fight or flight. This is true. And so make it happen or don't. You got options. That too. How many more um, years of schooling? Roughly one, one year left. Rough one, rough one. How's, yeah. the, uh, how's the retreat? Do you still tear I, it up? I, I can't, can't answer that one. You don't tear it up. Not familiar. We'll, well, well, breaking news, dude, because uh, Adobe House, the uh, another subsidiary of this uh, Bart Barker Enterprise, um, gonna be in Tucson for the Tucson yes. Pop Festival. And yes, uh, we are. We're gonna kill it. We got the live band. Yeah, we got everybody together. It's gonna be <laughs> yeah, very dude, fun. I kind of look like I forgot about that almost a little bit, dude. Like I forgot like Skyler was still in Gray, was still in Arizona and shit. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, yeah, I forgot too. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of shitty how that works. Um, but I did. Um, Dan Lewis. Lewis. I need, bro, I need a Lewis drop. I need drops, man. Now, has he been on the show? This? At all? This show? This show? Yeah, this one. No, he has not been on. That new dark that, that new dark that racial. New dark racial. Hmm. He is not. Interesting. Got a little Skype thing. Um, could do a. He likes sports. I could talk wrestling with him. We could have a great wrestling podcast. Oh my! I don't think Lord. he's. I don't think he's that present up to the the pod the the wrestling world. I yeah, think. I think wrestling might be the only topic you guys can grasp at, but that's okay. Better better something than nothing, right? Sure. We could grasp it under straws. Yeah, man. Plastic straws, reusable straws. Um, what are you listening to these days? Honestly, you know, it's interesting what's that it, you asked that. Oh, okay, well, go ahead. What were you going to say? Why so interesting? I put up a sign in my room. <laughs> and by sign, I mean I, I wrote, I jotted a thought on a piece of paper uh-huh. and thumbtacked it to my wall. Mm-hmm. And it had a couple of things written on it, and one of the things was um, go back to past for influences. Sure. So what I've done is just that. Why not go to the Lately, future for influences? What's that? Why not go to the future for influences? Mm, I was thinking more so look back at the past for the things that you really fucked with that will revitalize certain um, neural circuits Nerves, that'll the end goal, you know, get you booming and shit. Booming, so been, been I did I did just that. I've been listening to um, a couple of RJD2 albums. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been listening to Fantastic Damage, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, you know, um, fucking Black Mamba Serums 2.0 by Big Just. Sure. Mr. Lift. Oh, that the fuck. 
I Phantom, Emergency Rations, man, Sleepy Heads, 1, 2, and 3, all of that shit that I used to bump back in the day. Blockhead, music by Cave Light. Yes, sir. Uh, mostly Def Jux-related things, because that that's really... That's the bloodline. That's that's what that's what latched onto me at a very young age. The impressionable years. Yeah, so, you know, it's a mixture of that mixed with, like, Someone took my 50 Cent uh, The Massacre CD out of my car. Mm. <laughs> Not too pleased with that. Speaking of cars and music in the car. Cent, I should listen to some 50 Cent. Yeah, yeah, car. What, what about cars? I should, listen, I should listen to some 50 Cent. Yeah, 50 sure. Cent I mean, like uh, one of the, the makers of rap songs that got me. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. He for sure, like, like yeah. But, um. Speaking of, another, you know, also just going back and listening to the greats, man. I've been bumping a lot of Nas, a lot of Raekwon, sure. a lot of Mob Deep. Sure. So, you know, just just kind of going back to the past, the greats. When do you listen? The... When, when, what setting and time do you listen to music? All the, <laughs> all the time. All the time. I, yeah, I either have my, it's either I'm out and about and I have my headphones in. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm either in the car, uh-huh. listening to music in the car. Uh, if I'm at home, I'm making music. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit, you know, it just kind of it, it kind of just surrounds us. It's it's that never-ending essence that just sure. stays on you. Make music, made mocha. I think uh, you might have even brought, like brought that up on episode seven and eight. Well, did what you did you say, mocha? Mocha. What about Mocha? Um, what is it? I don't think. I think last time you were on the podcast, you might have been in the midst of making it. Oh um, yes, yes, that makes sense. Maybe. I know time-wise, I, I believe. Yeah, that would have been. That would have lined up. Yeah. So Mocha is my so-so debut uh, hip-hop album with actual raps. Sure, sure. I sure. have quite the catalog of beat tapes. This was this this was a collectivization of some raps that I had. Initially, I had another project that was set to release. Really, December of 2017. What was that? It 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 didn't have a name. It was just something that was set to release. And what started to happen was I realized too many of the songs, the shit didn't. It wasn't cohesive. It didn't follow back to back. It didn't even sound like oh, this is a. It just sounded like like you threw a bunch of shit from different time periods onto something and, and my thing is you know if you're gonna put effort into something you, you gotta make it good why, the, why am i gonna put effort into something just to do something that's mediocre i'd rather i'd rather wait it out and make something that's good a lot of people will stress like quantity over quality well guess what the only people that do that successfully have both quality and quantity it's true it's true, it's true. plenty of people with 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 60, 50, 70, 90, 100 plus uh, tapes, albums, whatever whatever it is, and they're all quality. I was so thinking that about that both. recently. About the, because the, the more, especially if you're not a fucking dunce, the more, if you do goddamn 90 mixtapes, at the end of the 90th one, you'll probably have a solid mixtape. And I think that with quantity, you build quality. If Builds you, quality. If this some, is true. Somewhat Development. Not. It, it's the development. Yeah. It's the development, and I think that that's not wrong. 
I, I still, I mean, for me personally, my situation, it was like, all right, are you going to do all this or are you just going to like go forward with the stuff that does like kind of nicely match up? Yeah. And, you know, I had to drop a couple things off and it was completely worth it. Completely worth it. Nice. So Mocha is just a collection of uh, seven, seven tracks. Ranging from, you know, talking about any, there's, there's social commentary. There's talking about, you know, just a young adolescent, you know, young adolescent shit. Mm -hmm. Anything, you know, anything, anything ranging from, you know, drugs to just life to just challenges that we all face. Everything, cars, little, basically, you know, what I like to hear is identifiable. Mm-hmm. I like identifiable. I like with something. With the masses, with you, with who? What? With the masses, with with who? Uh, just, just when I listen to music, you know, not necessarily music in general, but the content, the material that I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. I like something I can hear and be like, oh, I, I I went through that. Or, oh, like, shit, I know all about, you know, just some identifiable, things that are identifiable. And so uh, what I said, a lot of it, when you're listening to it, it's identifiable. There's broad, general, identifiable references and just things, for for lack of a better word. And then there's very niche references. Sure. Either of which, they're all identifiable, if you know what I'm talking about. They're words. And, uh, yeah, you know, we have um, – we got production is uh, – I got one Danish beat, Danish Fazy of Adobe House Records. I produced one beat. Let's Cryptic got, one, one of Adam's intro. family. You got two Bishop. Which was, uh, yeah, 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 which was Cryptic one of Adam's family, which was also another beat. And then the rest of the four beats were all made by you, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's for a grand total of seven. Okay. So, um, you know, the project was really good. And, and I kind of broke down each song and everything in an in a, in a Instagram live not too long ago. And, you know, I'm more than happy to do it again, but Mocha, yeah, Mocha was just that, man. Mocha was a very fun project that people listen to and they hear and they, they crack a smile because it, it, it's it's like that. It's something that makes you smile, you know? A lot of people haven't been made smile in a long time. This is true. And that really that really gives them something different to walk away from. Why do you say I think that? that's what, why do I say what? The smile bit. That's true. And, and you hear something you like recently. that really resonates Music with or, you. No, no, no. You're gonna no. you're gonna show some sort of animation. The people that people haven't been made smile in a minute. Why yeah, a lot of that? people haven't because the problem is you hear the same exact shit. Mm. Becomes boring. Repetitive. Repetitive, boring. Either way, it becomes boring, and what ends up happening is they need something else, and boring. when they're deprived. When they're deprived of that something else for so long, it just it just the depravity level is just ah you become a fucking just depraved just ah you just your ears are corrupted and it's fucked and you need some sort of audio some audible medicine to bring you back and I think Mocha does just that it's kind of like a it's like a healthy diet sure. basically is how I put you know my my description of Mocha my personal description please um. It's the produce section of the hip hop grocery store. I remember this. Yes. It's the produce section. Fruits and vegetables and shit. 
yeah. healthy stuff. Life, it, it's life. It's fruitful. Sure. It's colorful. It's vibrant. Um, it's fresh, most of all. And that, and that was something that I had. That, that's what I like, man. I, I can't bring myself to make just this this fuck what the masses like, yo. Mm-hmm. The masses, the masses like what they like because it's the easiest thing that they can get pimped off of for listening and living. True. So great, like well, if you want to be pimped by your ears and fall into that, well. then that's fine. I think. Well, what was that? I think that's somewhat wrong as well. I think it's right because that is what happens. But I think to touch a lot of people, it has to be somewhat emotionally or just like organically in your head. The sounds they have to be palatable. In in which like sense? Because, like, yeah, it has to be, like, you have to, it has to be something that, mo- that people are going to listen to, but I think most people that are hip-hop heads are going to enjoy actual hip-hop that's original and coming correct and yeah. having good content rather than, you know, some repetitive shit that is really just a carbon copy of the popular sound that labels and big corporations have been pushing into the ears of youth. True. I agree. And, you know, for that reason, it's also... It's protest to all the bullshit. Protest to the bullshit. Yeah, protest to the bullshit. It's um, it's a symbol that you know you can. It's there. It's a di- you know. You know how diamonds become diamonds. Uh, you just buy them at the store. You know how diamonds are made. Yeah, you just get them at the store. There, they're made in the back. No, no, no. Do you know how they're made? Yeah, in the back. All right. So then you know you're aware. Well, I'll explain it to you because clearly you're please, not sure. Please, please. They take a piece of coal, okay, like and they they spin that bitch, and they break it down, and they smelter it, and they do all sorts of shit to it. They refine it into a diamond, okay? Are you saying that Santa just wants to give people diamonds? Are you listening to me? Are you listening to Santa? He's are, you, to do, uh, are you listening to me, Colgate? Colgate? Who's they Colgate? process the coal, okay? And it turns like into a diamond. No, Colgate, like the toothbrush. Is this another Trump scandal? No, it's for whitening. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. Get, that's right, that's that, right. Dude. That's right. Multi, anyway, multi, let me, let me, let me, you know, don't steer me off track then, man. Listen yeah, up, listen up. Far, go straight. Listen up. You got, you got a bunch of coal, right? You polish it up, turns into a diamond. That's a diamond, okay? So coal has potential. Not all, coal generally is not used to make diamonds. It's used to fucking make energy. Okay, so with that, it's the same analogy with people. You got a bunch of people, okay, and they could, they they have the potential, okay, they have the potential, but they don't use their potential. They don't they don't use their potential for that. What do they do it for? So my thing is that. Mocha is basically the medicine to all of this fuckery that's in 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 rap, because in hip hop, in actual hip hop, where it sticks to the culture and it's not, it's one, not a bastardization of hip hop, and it's two, it's not rap. Is that actual hip hop doesn't need that sort of revitalization? It's very much so alive, and that's why I get so irritated when people make senseless comments about hip hop's dead and shit. It's like, no, 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 you've lost your will to explore, and that's why you're saying that. When in actuality, dude, hip hop's very much alive. It's blanketed and covered up in a bunch of shitty rap music. This is why I don't like working with other rappers. This is why I don't like when people want to play a song, I tell them no, and they look at me funny, and it's like, nah, dude, like it doesn't work that way. I don't, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not harming myself 
with your bullshit music just for you. You know, you, you smoking crack, dude. Fuck out of here. So it, it, it's like it's like this, man. Plenty of people know hip hop. You know, I know some people that listen to all this bullshit. They're, I'm like, yo, can you play some hip hop? Guess what they play? Can you take any random guesses? I say Juice World. No, 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 no. Like they actually play some hip hop, but it's just like the most played thing fucking ever. What? They play shook ones. Shook ones. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like, bro, like like you only know this song because of the fucking because you watch Eight Mile. Like get the like like you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Like at least you know one Mob Deep song and shout us to Mob Deep, R.I.P. Prodigy. But like it, it, it's just like, bro, what the fuck? Like let me let me. You on man, let me show you some shit, bro. Let me, let me sit you down, let me show you some things, man. And, and I think that I show them plenty of shit. I show them shit they didn't even know about. I show them shit, they're, they're text messaging me the next day. Hey, yo, what was that one song you played? Play dog, like all that shit. And, and it brings a smile to my face because they want to know. And that to me shows me that yo, you actually fuck with this shit. You're not just trying to fucking show somebody else some shit. You know what I mean? You actually fuck with the music. And that to me is so, so goddamn important. And I think a lot that could happen is if we could turn the tables on these major labels and get them to start fucking with. No, I know, bro. Don't you, don't you start with me, bro. I'm a rapper. I rap, bro. This is why I do. I put words together. But I'm also a hip hop person, bro. It's more than rap. It's deeper than rap. Okay? This is hip hop, B. Like, I, I, I don't know what way to put it. You know, it's crazy, bro. I tell people because both of my parents came up in a time, in a location where hip hop was just. It was just, it was at its roots. It was in its nurturing phase, bro. My mom, in the late 70s, early 80s, New York City, she lived in Bayonne, right? But her and her brothers all went across the river into Manhattan, okay, into the village and shit. All right, yeah, in the 1520 Central Avenue up in the Bronx, bro, what was happening? Hip-hop, B, fucking hip-hop. Then on my pop's side, in the fucking late 80s, early 90s, where is he at? He's in Los Angeles. Oh, my God, man. Oh, my God. Like, hip-hop, bro, and these two people were around in places where hip-hop was popping. Here's the catch, though. What? Here's the catch. What's the catch? My dad was a metalhead. My mom was into the Grateful Dead, okay? Dude. So they neither of them really fucked with hip-hop. But guess what? Seeped into them. It's it, it, it fucking something, bro, because that shit passed into me, and now I'm out here fucking doing my goddamn thing. And I know for, I know for a motherfucking fact, fact, fact. I was born 20 years late. And I always told people this, but you know what? That's when my mindset changed, and I realized, mm -hmm. yo, yeah, that's a goddamn falsification. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like thing is being born 20 years late. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you happen to be born at a time where like everyone's fucking stupid. You know what I'm saying? And everyone's their 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 brain is being washed by major labels. But the fact of the matter is, yo, this shit's still alive. This shit's still alive and well. And I'm right here doing my thing. And Mocha carries through that sort of tradition of styles. You know, quick wit, you know what I'm saying? Fucking bringing together life, something that's a new sound, something that makes you turn over. Oh, what was that? Oh, like, damn, that was sharp. Oh, something that's captivating, something you want to listen to. And that and that ultimately, that brings joy to me. And this isn't to talk shit on other rappers, you know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't to throw shade around at people, whether they deserve it or not, doesn't make a difference. The fact of the matter is, this is about Mocha. This is about what Mocha sets out to do. Mocha does not set out to... Create a, a marginal, uh, like, you know, it doesn't set out to be like, oh, you're inferior. You're inferior. You know, none of that shit. It sets out to, re it sets out to revitalize hip-hop heads that have been so, that have just had their essence sucked out of them by bullshit. And I think that, um, I'm very passionate about this because 
man, life is important. Sure. Life is precious, very valuable, and it's not exactly easy. No. Not easy to do, not easy to make, not easy to get here, right? So and it's not easy that you're you. One in a billion, one in like six billion. The world only has like eight billion people in it. So you're telling me it's a one in 10 billion chance that you're you? Damn, son, you really got the odds against you. So it's so important that you you take this life and you fucking enjoy it, but you enjoy it in a, in a, in a responsible, productive way that's nurturing, uh-huh. you know? So And that's where the music thing comes in, man. You want to feed yourself the good knowledge. You don't want to eat the same thing with food. You want to eat Stouffer's mac and cheese every night? You're going to end up dying young because you got fucking heart disease. You're eating too much gluten and all this different shit. That's the same thing with the music. You want to consume bullshit all the time? Guess what? It's going to deteriorate your brain cells. It's bad enough people these days mindlessly scrolling through Instagram rather than reading a book, right? Rather than gaining philosophy and knowledge, they're fucking just getting seeped out. And the other cat... You could do... do, I I, I woke up this morning and uh, I used to do a thing where... um, um, you go through and, and comment on like a bunch of fucking relevant hashtags on Instagram, and I stopped that a long time because you could do that shit rather than just you know. I, I don't know what you mean. Like, I see that's the thing with me and like the social media, like, running around commenting on shit, like or even reposting shit. It's like, yo, Sean Lee, I love reposting. Sean Lee of Adobe House Records posted something on Twitter which I rarely use, mm-hmm. but it just so happened by the cosmos that I saw this on Twitter sometime and said, like, why would I like your page if your content sucks, right? Yeah. And it really resonated with me because my whole thing is like, yo, why am I going to like, comment, fucking share? Why am I going to give you any attention if your shit's trash, B? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I got a trash bin, right? Yeah, what's in there? When that shit, it's filled with trash. Yeah, when, when it fills up to the top, you got two options. It starts to smell and shit. You either spray it with Febreze or you go and take that trash out. I take the trash out. I don't deal with the trash in any other way that's not productive. Okay, you following me? I'm right behind you like a conga line. Good. Very good. So that's how, kind of how I'm with the music thing. I'm not going to your show, B. You fucking suck. I don't want, I don't. It's not a thing about European people say that people say the most outlandish shit. You're a hater or this and that. It's like, like it's a bad thing. I'm you're calling me a hater and I'm supposed to feel bad because you fucking suck and I'm not gonna support it. First off, yeah, I'm an asshole. Whatever. But like, man, shit. If your content sucks, be someone you you're not like who. It's fake love, you know. Fake loves is is. Right. I'd rather show you some. I'd rather show you what's real. I show you love when love is there. If you, if your content's trash, then I'm not reposting it. I'm not fucking with it. Like I see people repost shit and try to support shit, and I'm just I can't be interested in this. Yeah. It it does nothing for me, and I think that there's nothing wrong with that. However, it does sometimes. It, it gets people in their feelings sometimes because uh. Shit. Why wouldn't it? Sure. If that makes any sense. I, I don't know. That's just me, though, and the content. I'm also like, again, man, what do you make of all that? Like, Of what? Just the whole, the whole like, sharing and hyping people up and gassing people up when it's, like, an actuality. Like, I don't care about you, but on your content sucks. physical? It could be on social media. It could be something as much as going to a show that you feel obligated to attend even though you don't like the shit. Mm. 
I don't feel obligated to do anything unless I like it. If I don't fuck with something, I'm not gonna go. Okay. I don't think I'd, I would. I would. That, that sounds, that sounds like a business it. thing. If I I wouldn't want to do business things with people. That's and like, yeah, that's that. Yeah, and that's where the rec- the business intercepts the um. Art. The music, yeah. the art form, so to speak. I think we're running at fifty-five minutes. If you want to keep going, we can. If you don't, we don't to. have to. All right, let's go. Shit. I, I got I got a lot of content Where you to got, share dude? with. Um. So I think I think that's the thing with hip hop, man, is that it's there, it's alive. You just got to look for it. You got to be willing to step out of the box that these major labels have painted for you. The major labels put you in a stable, feed you fucking bullshit, right? Oh, yeah, your life becomes a fable, whatever, you know. But it, it, it's like I think it's important to break free from those chains, bro. It's liberation. Cave, cave, cable. It's the allegory of the cave, and somewhat, you That's and all your peers saying. listen to trash. Who's gonna open that? Who's gonna go to in there? What's that? Have you listened to Defender? Oh shit! I've been meaning. To, I've been meaning to. It's, it, I just pulled it up on my Spotify. It's thirty minutes. Sky Pimp record music. Interesting. You know what? I, I'm. I I do some work at Fat Beats. It's crazy to see how many, how much fucking music there is, dude. They got a whole lot, huh? It's, it's just a whole lot of music, man. And a lot of it doesn't sell. <laughs> and then it no. goes on sale. No. It just fucking gets bought by people like them. <laughs> that they try to sell. I guess. I don't even know how. I really don't know how to make a bottom line. I guess people try to keep the, the record vinyl platform alive. It's also pretty it's expensive, the, the new records. Very. And it's also kind of like, it's one of these things where it's very niche. Like, yeah. most people don't even want a CD, let alone a fucking <laughs> record. But some people want like, like a 2014 band on vinyl. Yeah, like, it's like, which is cool, man, though. Yeah. I think it's pretty niche. But, but see, here's the thing. I mean, I guess uh, certain popular. groups, they have that thing. Like, people, it, it sells. Yeah. I mean, I throw $2,000, $3,000, $4,000 at pressing a bunch of your albums on the wax and boy when that sells you get you get a nice a nice little return so i think that's a really that's a business thing that's like how confident are you gonna sell these physical units yeah that's just crazy yeah it just happens to be like records are a lot more expensive to do than cds it's like 12 bucks for wholesale I found uh, yeah. There's a, a min. There's a minimum of like you know seven fifty a thousand. So the, yeah, it's twelve dollars. If, if you're like yeah, yeah. some places don't even offer the option for one pressing, and if they do, it's like all right, you're paying like fifty, sixty bucks for that because they got to get their return some way or another. So, and even that, the places that do a lot of records, they'd rather you get five hundred records pressed than five. How many monthly listeners do you think Rob Sonic has? On Spotify. Honestly, yeah, I do not use. I have no fucking clue. Well, Adobe House has six thousand. Yeah, very good. How much do you think Rob Sonic has? I'll, I'll tell six, you. Twenty-six thousand. Twenty-six thousand. LP has one hundred fifty-nine thousand. Mister Lift has eighty-four thousand. 
And uh, let me give you one more. Let's see, yeah, Cannonblox has 63,000. So now we go back to Rob. Sonic, Rob Sonic. How many do you think he has? I think he already said a number. How much do you think? Rob Sonic? Yeah. 26,000. 30,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. 30? 30,000. I was goddamn close. Yeah. What about Camus Payo? Oh, shit. That's a fun, oh, that's a my fun God. I don't want to say it. Look, look, look. I don't want to say a... My shit's loaded either way, so you think hard. <laughs> oh, God, bro. Oh, man. I don't... Because here's the thing, I man. This too. Um, I know he doesn't have, like, LP numbers, but I, it's disrespectful, you know, no, for him and his family and his estate, you know? Think what you think it is. I think I'm going to uh, say 12 or 11. 12 or 11,000? Damn, man, when did he pass? Like 2007, right? I want to say earlier than that. Maybe like a 5. Maybe yeah, an 8. He, maybe an 8 man, because like, like, that's a thing too. You know, you go, you, you RIP, you can't yeah. move. People like, fucking pay your respects, man. It's like, but it's like a lot of music out. You're guessing 12? I'm guessing 12. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. 15,000. <laughs> Ouch, dog. <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> okay, it's a lot lower than that. What's your second? Oh guess? no. A lot. Yeah, what is it? Let's just let's get it over with. Let's Monthly, say the number. It's one thousand. Damn, son. But and I that's mean, what I you that's what I was saying. Some of the greatest some of the best hip hop. Some of the best hip hop never reaches yeah. the masses. Oh dude, shout out fucking Last Emperor, dude. Holy <laughs> oh, shout out Last Emperor big time. He he, you know he listens obviously, but dude, he actually put something out recently. That really? Was like it was for like a a show, and it looks to be like his show, or maybe no no, it's called um, if you I don't know if you can see this on Skype, um, the Last Emperor and Hack Fillmore presents Jungle Gym season one. Look at that. Look on your screen there, Mister Salvadoran. Jungle Gym. I, I can't. Jungle Gym. Oh, okay. Jungle Gym. Yeah, I need to check that out. Um, Last Emperor, man. Whoa, oh. okay. Um, okay. I Emperor. couldn't even find a lot of info on him last time I checked. Like, man, that shit was tight. I was like, yo, how, uh, like, fuck, dude. How the fuck? How in the fuck is this dude not doing collaborations with, with like, I, it, it was my, but it was really dope. And again, that's another perfect example of, like, some of the best hip hop never reaches the masses. So the best shit. This I'm I'm pretty sure I confirmed. It's it's the last emperor that we're talking about, right? He has he has music on Spotify, and he has listeners. How many listeners do you think the last emperor have? Five thousand. Okay, it's twelve thousand. Oh, okay. And this this is only with three releases. Camuteo has less listeners than the last emperor, and if it wasn't for that last emperor joint that you just showed me, that's recent. Shit, I would have thought he's dead. He hasn't put out shit. Homie doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Like, was 
What's good, dog? What's good? Yes. I'm glad to hear that he's alive and well, and he he has you know some listeners on Spotify. That's really important, especially for these for these artists that came up in the day when that shit wasn't around. That yeah. shit wasn't popping, b. It wasn't popping. Now it's hot. Now it's booming. That's how people are making their money. It's like it's like, man, I'm proud of the guy, bro. I'm really I really am, and I maybe uh. Maybe we can work together sometime in the future, you know? That's Dude, another he's thing. apparently on Celebrity Deathmatch. What? Really? Because uh, I'm looking so I'm looking on his Spotify, and it, there's, like, appears on. And he appeared on a 1999, um, was that Mr. Wick? No. Um, a 99 Celebrity Deathmatch album. 2002, 2003, 2004, 2009, 2016. He's alive, man. Still the last one. Yep. Man, yeah, bro. It's like, that's what I'm saying, man. That good hip hop is like fresh fruit. It's, uh, goes bad easily. <laughs> Not what I was thinking. You have 418. Uh, what'd you just say? Fanning Systems, the character. Has 418 of their listeners. Not bad. Fanning Systems says, Tucson airs a transplant by way of Los Angeles, California, but his sound is not tethered to any region. No, it is not. I, I've had people, you know, it's funny that you New say York, that, though. People said New York to me, too. I've had people say New York, and then I've had a lot of people say you sound like um, Dell, funky homo sapien. Mm. I've Which heard like, compared to Aesop as well. Yeah, I've heard that one, too, and it's like, you know, oh, man. I'm not going to pull, like, a tired creator and be like, oh, I'm going to fucking take a, a comparison to, like, a hip-hop great and, like, fucking talk shit and get mad about it. Like, no, I'll ride with it, man. When people try I'm to make you know, uh, comparisons, that's usually a good thing. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like how are you going to be compared to, like, an, a, one of the greats and, and then go and, like, no, nah, man, I'm on I'm, I'm, I'm me. Like, shut Like, yeah, we know you're you, bro. That's why I'm always glad when people make comparisons. It's like, all right, cool. Like, that's tight. No one's comparing me. No one's like, oh, dude, you sound like Post Malone or fucking Lil whoever. Like, yeah. <laughs> then I'd be like, what? But that would never, that that wouldn't, there's, there's not the landscape for that to even occur. True, true, true. Um, yeah, man, it's like fresh fruit. What is it? How is it like fresh fruit? It like, brings life. Juicy? Juicy? What'd you say? Juicy fruit. It brings life. How come you know a gum called juicy fruit goes away so quickly? A gum? Yeah, doesn't stay juicy. Like the taste? Just in general. I've never been a big gum chewer. Mm. What do you chew? Shitty wrappers. Uh, but hold on. You know what it is. Is it the horns? Uh, you wanna? Hold on, Billy Ellish gets Dave Grohl's seal of approval. How the Clippers doing? I haven't. Cl- oh man, you're bringing me back. I have not kept up with the Clippers since like I 2011, did. man. You gotta keep up with the Clips. Um, 6900 South Sentinella sure, is sure. a Chevron. Is a Chevron that's directly across the street from the Clippers training facility. They're in eighth place apparently. Uh, their last game, U.S., they lost by, uh, lost by 10. That's, that's a sad sight. 
Are they? Are they? They were nice for a minute, man. But I think oh, they kind of they, they fell off the they fell off the uh, the rails, so to speak. Yeah, down the rails to eighth place. Yeah, you know, that's just our daily. Uh, you still, uh, you, you still, how, how's, how you doing, bro? You, your diet's still nice and shit? Uh, still beaning, still egging, still ricing. Right on. Not the poison ricing. Uh, sometimes I get a fruit subscription service, actually. It's, uh, like from farmers, and, um, uh, it's, it's shit that doesn't get to the grocery stores. It's like mis- deformed in a way or something, but still eatable. And so they, they ship those to people. Oh, that's cool as hell, actually. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm trying to get them uh, a sponsorship on this podcast, like a, like, a, like a moving company or something as well. You are my moving company sp- sponsorship, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm going to need it. How's, how, else, how else are you going to get compensation? You think, when this, when the, when the, you think l- Sony's going to sponsor us? Not with all the black jokes, dude. Hey, bro, l- listen up. Listen up. Yeah, yeah. When you when we get this current dispute done with, then what? Then we'll talk. Uh, well, that's right. That's to get right. This you dispute heard dispute over with. Check you need it to out, get sponsored. Check it out. You heard what I said because I said it. When this dispute is done with and settled, and the then, only way to settle that is through then we'll moving discuss. company. We keep it well, moving. No, and, we keep uh, it moving. That's why. That's why we're in mediation right now. There are other ways I can't to even settle spell it. mediation. And we will decide oh, on something. that meaty money, baby. You hear what I said? You're the evil one. You're the bad guy. You. I'd like to quote um, Al Pacino on this one. I don't know. I don't care who. Who's in, in the movie? Co- in the movie Co-chi-hole. Scarface, he says, uh, "You need people like me." Oh, I had the dramatic pause. Excuse me? The dramatic pause, Juan. You need people like me Hashtag so you blue. can point your fingers and say, that's the bad guy. Why do they okay. say that? It's followed by, well, say goodnight to the bad guy. He was okay. drunk, dude. He was, he was faded. So if you want to call me the bad, bad guy, guy, yeah, it's another comparison that I'll take. Scarface is not the best gangster movie. It's not What's terrible. What's the best gangster movie? But, uh, you know, we'll go with it. What's the best gangster movie? There's too many. There's one you could like. There's too fucking many, bro. You pick one in your memory. I don't like movies. Yeah, I don't know. I, really do. I don't have one. I liked Belly because it, it had Nas and DMX, and I like Nas and DMX, but that story had a bunch of holes Appar- in it. Apparently, DMX wasn't uh, popular before Belly. Yeah, yeah, I think he, like, that was right, what was that, 97, 99, somewhere in there? Yeah, when it, the like, producer to uh, check on that, dude. I don't know, no, see, like, I fucked with Belly because it was, like, you got That's Nas and DMX, Nas wrote it. Cover, bro. But, bro, the lighting, everything was dope, but the story had so many holes in it. I was Whoa. like, man, can't watch shit. Uh, New Jack City was another one, which, Jack like, City. New Jack City had Chris Rock and Ice-T and a couple other fools in it. Um, New Jack City was good, bro, but it was a little too long. It was it was like all right, and it's also like, dude, I'm I'm dude, it's 2020. Listen, check it. New Jack City came out a minute ago, okay? I wasn't, I'm not, I like like that whole crack era and shit isn't something that I'm like, it's not it's not there for me personally. So watching it, it was like, all right, this is a good movie. There's some cool references and shit, but it doesn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, His name is Buns. Yeah, yeah. And sincere. And that was Nas. 
the movie had a lot of holes, <laughs> including the names. It had a lot of like plot line, just fucking big dogs. There were some cool ideas and concepts and dope scenes, but it had a lot of holes in it. Scarface, you know, people actually did not like Scarface when it came out. Much like a lot of cult classics. Yeah, and then they get big afterwards. Um, Adobe House Records. Dot com. Um, so, you know, and I think, and that, and that relates back to the music thing is what I've always said is, you know what? Sleep on me now. Your kids are going to be into my music later. Sleep on me now, get a good rest, because your kids are going to be into this shit later on. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, that's how I see it too, man. The reception may not be, like, big now, you know, but... Are you you saying dark racial humor doesn't have a booming audience? In 10 years from now, if I I got the youth, if I got some 16-year-old kid bumping my shit 10 years from now, you know what? I'm glad. My job is done. I did something for the culture, for the community, and most of all, for the youth. Because that's my problem with a lot of these rappers and people, is that the influence. A lot of these rappers are drug. Okay, let's take it for example, the drug addict rappers. Yeah. I don't give a fuck that, that you need a doctor to come administer you vitamins once a month because you're you're, just, you're so fucking depleted and drained. I don't care that you just do drugs. Like I don't really care what you do in your personal time. Right. Same thing with Kanye. I don't care what your political beliefs are. I really don't. Right. That's the beautiful thing. I believe what you want. You you can believe what you want. The problem is this: when you are when you have a huge sphere of influence, mm-hmm. that becomes dangerous. You have to be responsible with your shit and understand that you're steering the youth in a certain way. And also to see the youth is the youth are more than fans. The youth of this world's future. Mm-hmm. It's irresponsible to be planting bullshit and corrupting the youth, especially like when they can't think for themselves and shit. It's irresponsible, you know? You're either going to put them in... Like, it's just... The list goes on on what could happen, but that's my gripe with a lot of these big rappers that have a lot of influence that may not realize that they have a lot of influence and go and do and say and promote and endorse dumb, harmful shit. It's not... it's, It's very destructive to the youth. I could give a fuck what you do, what you think. That stuff really is nobody's business but your own. Sure, sure, sure. I care. I care that you don't fuck over the youth, nice. because they don't know any better, man. Especially you're young, you're dumb, you full of cum. You already got other shit going on in your life, and then what? You're introduced some more bullshit by somebody like it, it's just not good, bro. It's not good, and that's my problem with a lot of these artists is that it, it's beyond the music, bro. Because you got to keep in mind, like it's all political, it's all a social thing, and yeah. I don't like seeing people being steered in the wrong direction. You know what I'm saying? That's like that's like you're 14 and the neighborhood crackheads always trying to like get you to fucking do things. So I was like, bro, that's a fucking bad influence. Stay the hell away. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, that's my problem with it. And I'm sure you know there's people that agree, and I'd love to debate on it. And there's good reasons for disagreeing. But at the end of the day, there's the the one thing you cannot disagree or challenge is that there are people that are very very influential, like the Jews, and they need to be and they need to be a lot more conscious about what they're doing and how it affects the youth like the jews because what's that like the jews excuse me the jews the jews are the zionists both there's a there's a pretty that's another thing you know people always like oh the jews run everything the jews this the jews that bro dude it's like it's like these people forget that the anglo-saxon white male has been just the 
devil of like civilization since the get. And it's really interesting because it's a lot of the people too that say like, oh, the Jews this, the Jews that. It's like, bro, you're you're also a minority figure that the Anglo-Saxon white male wouldn't like either. You have fallen into the pocket of white supremacy and you are actually being, you're a tool of white supremacy and you don't even know it. And it's really sad. That's another influence thing. It's really sad to see how that is. You know what I'm saying? And even little things, a lot of times Zionism gets misconstrued with Judaism, bro. The banking cartels are Zionists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there are people that are Zionists that are Jews, but there's plenty of people that are Jews that are like, yo, fuck the Zionism shit. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of fucking Jews that are staying in the projects that are broke and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of things on this that are that are like, ah, man, it's, it's really sad to see people that are not, they're not, it's not that people are ignorant, it's just that they're being fed certain notions and they go with it. And it's really like, it's like, man, you really like, you really are in the pocket of, of white nationalism, you know? Which, which is sad, too, because it's like, you don't, they don't have your interests in mind. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even, even, quite frankly, white nationalism, they, that doesn't, that shit, they don't have the interests, white supremacy doesn't have the interests of fucking Billy Bob in the trailer park. Billy Bob. They don't, they don't have his interests either, you know what I'm saying? It comes down, it comes down to, like, the elite and the money, and that, that's, that's the thing. It's all about money. People want to make it about racism and shit, which there's a, there is a lot of racism. But and if we're talking about specifically the state of Israel and Zionism, yeah, there is a lot of racism. But in the in the grand picture of like the U.S., the United States, you know, it's a it's a money game, man. It's a money game. It's the same thing in the judicial system, you know. Who the fuck it, it, the, the 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 Brock Turner, for example, bro? You do some heinous shit like that, and you can afford lawyers. You're never gonna step foot in a fucking in a correctional facility ever. You do some shit like that. And all, and you can't afford you shit. You quite frankly couldn't even like you can't afford that. You can barely keep your lights on. You're not going to be able to afford proper representation. And guess what? You're going to get fucking skewered and you're going to prison. Okay, so it's like it goes back. It trickles down to everything, and it's not even like it's beyond like like it, it, it's like fuck, bro. You know, it's all about money, and that's the unfortunate piece. And that's I think also why it goes going back to the hip hop thing. Why so many people have been just like indoctrinated and just fucked over by this shit because it's like yo. You're a rapper, right? Say I'm say I'm I'm a little forehead, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm a little forehead. And uh and 300 entertainment. Yeah. Okay? We on Co- Cohen, Conehead. Conehead. He offers me he offers me a deal, right? Who's Conehead? And I have to do I have to do three albums and a tour, okay? Yeah. Two tours, fuck it. One domestic tour and then one international tour, okay? One domestic, one international, all right? Okay, I'm giving an advance up front. ACH debit deposit, 400,000. Fuck it, let's make it easy, a million dollars, which is pretty high for an advance, but just for the sake of the conversation, let's put it that way, okay? So Lil Farhead gets an advance of $1 million, his contractual obligations are three albums and two tours. Mm-hmm. So he has his advance. Okay. First two albums flop. And in turn, his international tour flopped. He didn't meet the sales, okay? Mm-hmm. He only made 200 grand off of the international tour and the first two albums, okay? Bad. 200 grand. He's in the hole $800,000. Keep in mind, he has to make back all the money, well, not even in the whole $8,000. Say you got an advance of $1 million and the three, the three albums and the two tours 
all the grand total for everything. We're talking transportation, promo, everything you can think of, everything under the sun. The the fucking budget was three million, okay? And after two albums and one tour, Lil Forehead has only grossed two hundred thousand dollars. Okay, it was a huge flop. Floppy. That puts him and the label in the hole about two point eight million dollars. Two. So then comes time for the third album. It actually goes. Okay, we should know. Third album sells a million dollars, right? And the sale and the fucking the 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 the, the whichever tour is up, the second tour generates another one million dollars. Okay. Gotcha. So now. Now that 2.8 goes down to 800 grand. He right. still needs to generate $800,000 before he gets a fucking cent. Yeah. Yeah. And depending on the contractual agreement, he'll have to pay back whatever his fucking his $1 million advance was, right? And even if he paid back a $1 million advance, he only had 200 grand left. Okay, so what the label's going to do is they're going to keep him stuck. They keep them going. They're gonna ride this out, and let's just say by chance that Lil Forehead is fortunate enough to be the the label's like poster child, right? Because a lot of that's the thing too. Before you get fucked over by the label, you got to make sure that the label even is gonna give you the attention and put you on like that. Mm-hmm. So it it, it creates a situation where now Lil Forehead's stuck, and he has to push this music because the label's like, "Yo, this is what sells. You're gonna do this. You're gonna do that." So he has to do it. Just fucking do it. It's all for the money, dude. You need to feed yourself. And plus, you've signed a contractual agreement. Like, now you're legally, like, responsible. So it's it's even beyond money. There's a legal obligation on your end to do this. Create a situation where it's like, bruh, you're going to be stuck making bullshit music because you need to get the loose ends of your contract together. That's fucked up. That is. That's, that is. That undermines artistic integrity. And quite frankly, it's a horrible investment. It is. Because he didn't, he didn't make the money that the label want, was expecting him to do. He didn't meet those quotas, and on top of that, he fucked. He signed this contractual obligation because at the time you're fucking broke. Okay, you need this money, so you get your advance. But the catch is now you're now you're you need you're basically fucking owned by the label, mm-hmm. unless by the fucking miracle that you're a Drake or someone that they just sell that they just sales are through the roof yeah. it's like you're basically owned by the label and that and, and that's and it goes that's the money thing it goes back to the money thing it's all about money it's, it's all about true. money in the legal system it's all about money in the record business it's like a landlord bro you get evicted for failure of compliance yeah other places might still be interested you get evicted because you didn't pay your fucking rent the money no one's gonna rent to you it's all about money Mm-hmm. Which is which is fucked up because that you know that delves into the credit system of like well you got to have money to be able to make payments on time and have good credit and then you have good credit everything's cheaper it's it's this fucking circle where it's like it's designed to go after the socioeconomically disadvantaged people right mm-hmm. and then education is greatly linked into that too let's not excuse that but you know without going on a tangent with that I think like yeah man it all comes down to money whether you're talking about records whether you're talking about the whole Jews run the world bullshit whatever you're talking about it all comes down to money. And um, simple as that. You know, these banking cartels, I can assure you, yeah, yeah, you're Jewish. I'm, uh, you're like, no, nah, bro, you're a fucking Zionist that's of Christian descent, okay? The slave master's pendant with the cross. You're of Christian descent. 
And people want to say they're Jewish because, like, they're Zionists. And it's like, no, dude, you're ignorant. And maybe you're ignorant because of socioeconomic disadvantage, and now you have you got a shitty education in your K through 12 or whatever. Maybe you're ignorant because you had all the tools in the world, but you're just you're just you're you know your parents have bad genes. Maybe you're fucking stupid from the get, and that's why like whatever reason you're ignorant, you're fucking ignorant. And I think that's that's the that's the best thing ever for people that want to control you. True. You're a perfect little slave. You don't know any better. You do what you're told. You follow along with all these social things. You're a perfect slave. It's like... I got a good I, line about that. What's up? I got a good new line about that. Does sheep look up? No. It's in the uh, new Adobe's house. Oh, okay. Listen, Felicity Dad. I'm going to cut this. It's been a good conversation. Out. It's been a really good conversation. Two hours. One hour, excuse me. One An hour, hour and, and uh, we got minutes. roughly 84 minutes. 84? About uh, to be 85. Well, I'm going to cut it here. Well, it was good. It was good to be back on the podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll speak again. Once that. Uh, that Very soon. Once that moving company gets that sponsored airtime, you can come back for another episode. Um, until then, I'm going to go grab this uh, wave of your beat put in the beginning of my podcast. Oh, wonderful. Which, uh, you know, just for everybody out there, I have been supplying a lot of the beats and the music for this series of podcasts. One. Thank One. you, and you're welcome. I, I do it for the love, like I said, man. I'm here for the culture. I'm a child of the culture, not a child of the ignorance, not a child of the hate. I'm here for the culture, okay? Goddamn right. The culture. With the fucking C. Not this bullshit. Not this bullshit with a fucking C. Get it right. Uh, and you know what? And that's why I tell people, too. I had to tell this little local Rip D motherfucker one time, uh, spell my goddamn name yeah, right, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, like, I'm going to verbally smack the shit out you. Like, and if you touch me, I'm going to physically smack that guy. I spell my fucking name right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say culture with a goddamn C because that's what I'm here for. I'm not here for the bullshit. All right? I'm, in the, I'm not in the pulpit of the bullshit. And I, and I like to think that everybody can keep on on the same path. Because at the end of the day, man, it's not about violence. It's not about hate. It's not about segregation. It's all about community and integration and intersectionality and fucking love is what it comes down to. And that's what people are lacking is love. It's paradise, bro. It's fucking paradise. You should try it. Not you specifically, but just anybody that's listening that may be thinking like, oh, this dude doesn't know what he's talking about. I disagree because I'm a fucking moron. You know, it's about love, man. And, and maybe, like, maybe maybe for some people it's not. It's all about intention. For me, it's about love, bro. It's for the love of the art, for the love of the culture. Goddamn right. Goddamn Thanks. right. Hey, thank, thank you, you for, for having me on. Thank you for having me on your show, man. Yes. It's really, it's good to be back. I see you guys are making great, just, oh, the progress is beautiful. I, again, I bask from ear to ear with a big old smile when I see those numbers, man. You guys are doing really good. Yes. And I'm happy for you. I remember when this was starting out. You know what I'm saying? Who knew that it would go like this? We're, you know, I'm, I'm incredibly proud of you and Bon Jen and everything that you're doing with this podcast. Anybody else that's in the background? I know uh, Mr. Miles was somewhere around. I He's saw gone. Barker. I'm by Barker stopped in real quick. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, man, we're here for the culture. I'm proud of everybody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I like to give a quick shout out. I like to give a quick shout out to uh, Feliz Dad Salvador. I like to give a quick shout out to uh, Fanning Systems. I like to give a quick shout out um, Photosynthesis, Forensic Sciences. You know what I'm saying? I like to give a shout out to Ephemeral Steez. I like a shout out to Adobe. Shout out Cryptic One. Uh, what else do we have here? You know. 
Shout out to everybody, man, that's putting work and doing it for the love of shit. God and damn. word to me. Word to me. Okay. I just did a sick FS drop that fucking aligned perfectly with that. So I'm going to cut it here, man. Beautiful. All right, I'm going to talk to you very soon, my guy. Good day, sir. See, hopefully I don't see you in court and we can stop this on uh, mediation. Thanks for But me. believe me, 